0: Good evening, and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live, Friday, January twentieth, two thousand twenty-three. We made it. It's the new year. The captain's taking some time off a little bit. I was the last podcast was December thirtieth, so uh, welcome back. It's good to be back. Uh, I've had a took a little hiatus. Had some things I had to take care of, so. Uh, every you know, I'm sure everybody loves the month of January. We realize that January is like its own freaking year, so we all know how January is just the best month ever. Not, but it's just it's January just sucks. I mean, we all know that, and everybody loves winter. Every, winter, winter is awesome, right? No, no, it's not. January to me, January February, it's like it's just those are the two shittiest months, and you just gotta you gotta suck it up, deal with it. So. My birthday is March 1st coming up soon, so it's uh, that's kind of like my new year. I guess that's um, that's how I, how I've always kind of viewed it, you know. And you know, I, March 1st, hey, that's my new year. New year starts then, right? So to heck with January and February, we don't need you. So <laughs> anyway, just kidding. But um, the cabana, we're back. Entertainment therapy has returned. So I want to thank you for listening and uh, trying to. to really um, shell it out these next few weeks and. Um, get things rolling again with the cabana again with the cabana. It's chill. It's a great time. We're just all relaxing and enjoying ourselves. You know, um, have a cold one. Just relax and um, see, see what happens. And let's, let's, let's roll with the new year. So I uh, kicked it off with the um, song by Arrow Through Me by Paul McCartney and the Wings. And I tell you what, I've gotten hooked on that song lately. I'll be honest with you. It's amazing how you find a song that's been out there for more than 40 years. And you're just like, man, where the heck was I? What was I doing? How did I miss this? So it was actually from the movie, um, my oh heavenly dog, excuse me, oh heavenly dog with Chevy Chase and uh, Jane Seymour. Back when Jane Seymour, right after she was a Bond girl, I mean, just Jane Seymour. Geez, she had it all. She still does. I mean, but nineteen late late seventies, early eighties, Jane Seymour, mid eighties. Man, no competition right there. She was something else. I'd say Wonder Woman would probably be up there, too, with, you know, pretty up there, pretty high. But Jane Seymour, man, even in Wedding Crashers, she had it, she had it all. I mean, whew, Um, (laughs) just that scene in Wedding Crashers with Owen Wilson, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, but that that movie, uh, Oh Heavenly Dog, uh, Chevy Chase is a private detective, and he teams up with Benji Benji the dog back in the 70s and 80s was a popular uh, movie series Benji and the opening credits to that movie was Paul McCartney in the wings and arrow through me so I, I listened to it in the opening credits I was like man that's a great, tune, great song great tune and I was like I gotta, I gotta find that and I downloaded I've been listening to it ever since found it a couple years ago and and just I'm telling you it's awesome and the video is actually really cool too uh, my dad told me, my dad grew up a Beatles fan, and still is, and he just said, Paul McCartney, something about the sounds, the um, the way he could generate sounds, and everything he did with music was just kind of, he was ahead of his time. Like, it was just unheard of, and the way he did things with, you know, just really cool stuff, you know, just, he was very, uh, you know, instrumental in, <laughs> uh, no pun intended, but in, in bringing a different vibe to music back then, and after the Beatles, and but it's just, it's just a great song. You know, check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube, obviously, but um, Paul McCartney in the Wings, Arrow Through Me. It's just a, just a cool song, man. It just really gets you, you know, you, his wife was in it, his late wife. It's actually a good video. So, anyway, I'm not going. Anyway, great stuff. Just check it out. But um, the new year, you know, we're getting rolling here. It's um, I know everybody tries to make uh, resolutions and stuff, but, you know, it's tough to keep up with it. You just got to do the best you can. But I say, you know what, I just just live life, you know? That's all we can do. And do do what's best for you. And be you, do you, do whatever you have to do to make it. Because life's already tough as it is. It's hard to stick to those resolutions. But I'm I'm actually working on a few with myself and I, I feel good about it and um, thing things are things are looking good. I mean I, I again I know I said mentioned on a previous podcast how twenty twenty three to me reminds me of early twenty twenty three reminds me of early twenty twenty and things were just kicking ass I mean like the economy was rocking and you know just it felt like we could do no wrong as a country and now you know we're back but it's the opposite way with the, the country you know the way things are going but I'm not going to get into that but as far as as personal motivation for those out there that are trying to make, make a name for themselves or make things happen this is it I mean let's do it I mean we got nothing else to lose you know this is it's shut up or go home and this this is it so let, let's let's make it the best we can and i want to say happy birthday to my niece charlotte who just turned 13 today amazing so i mean just unreal i mean she's already 13 so happy birthday charlotte uncle uncle cambino the captain loves you so have a have a good one so um a friend of mine i'm i'm, I'm jumping around here i kind of have a random some few random topics to talk about but a, a friend of mine from work uh gave me a little um Christmas gift, like a little stocking stuffer, I guess. And it was a little um, miniature of Skeletor and Panthor. And I love Skeletor. I mean, he's one of the greatest villains of all time, but he's just... He can never get over the hump, you know? And he, growing up as a He-Man fan, I mean... <laughs> he had the biggest... He had all these idiots surrounding him. I mean, He had Beastman, Trapjaw, Merman, uh, Triclops, and... Clawful, and evil then was the only one that could like match him you know but as far as power and magic and whatever else and brains but skeletor just he could not find anybody that was worth anything so he's just my favorite villain of all time i mean just um i just it's it's, it's classic but my guy from work tim gave it to me and he says hey i thought i thought about you man i thought you know I was like man you don't have to buy anything he's like no i had it left over i was like okay well i appreciate that and it's it's just a miniature Skeletor and panth- on, you know, on Panthor. So I will uh, sit, I'll post a picture later, but it's just, that's just retro. I mean, it's, it's not, it's probably worth like $2. I don't care, but it's Skeletor. It, it's the greatest villain of all time who could never, he could never get over the hump. He can never beat He man So it's just, just great. Skeletor, probably the coolest, funniest vil- villain from the cartoon. But, um, and if you if you ever saw the Masters of the Universe movie that came out in 1987, Frank Langella played the role of Skeletor. He actually did a really good job even though that movie tanked. It was it sucked. It was the critics bashed it. Kind of like Superman 4. It was pretty bad. Like 1987 had some bad movies. You know, I don't know what it was. There was Masters of the Universe, Superman 4 and Jaws 4. Jaws 4. Man. You could I mean Michael Caine couldn't even save save that turd. I mean, it was it was bad. So if you look it up, 1987, that's some bad movies. So, but, um, anyway, Skeletor, my favorite, I got a t-shirt of Skeletor where he's, he's sitting on his throne and he's got a a mug, a beer, and it says chilling like a villain. I mean, he's just, just the coolest, you know, that eighties cartoon of Skeletor, uh, Alan Oppenheimer was the voice. He pulled it off perfectly. So anyway, just wanted to mention that I got a little, i keep it right here on my window seal. So, um. Captain loves it. The captain supports Skeletor. So, uh, recently, also, uh, Pat McAfee show is I've been following. I follow the Pat McAfee show, um, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And um, I mean, that guy's a funny guy. You know, just just his whole crew. Um, he's like, I mean, he's it's like how Dave Portnoy is Barstool Sports, but he promotes his pizza, uh, one bite pizza, uh, philosophy while he's traveling well pat mcafee is all sports whatever else and wrestling i mean just just amazing funny guy so i I, for the brand so i ordered a hat the for the brand hat for christmas or post christmas and they had i mean it was just it was really cool nike hat um and on the front for the brand because he was a punter so it's just his little motto they have with the company and uh his his name so it was a nike hat well I, i i paid two days shipping so I ordered the hat. I paid two days shipping. I ordered it um, the day after Christmas, or um, yeah, the day after Christmas, which the day after Christmas was technically Christmas observed. So I ordered it on December 26th. Pay two days shipping. So in my opinion, I'm thinking, or in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to ship out on Tuesday, the 27th, because they're back in business. You know, people are back to work. Whatever, the holiday's over, and it'll I'll get it by Friday. You know, no big deal. Get it by the weekend. Wrong. I get. I, I didn't get anything the entire week. I didn't, nothing here, no email, nothing. I was like, how does this not ship out in 2D? You pay for two days shipping and they don't even, you don't even get a notification. I was like, that's the whole point of paying for extra shipping is so you can get the product by a certain amount of time. I know this. I work at FedEx. I mean, I know how it works. This is like, this doesn't make any sense, but so it was obviously UPS. i not knocking UPS. It's not their fault. But I, I paid for extra shipping, two-day shipping. So I didn't hear from them. So I, I sent an email to their support. I said, hey, look, I'm not upset or anything, but I paid for two-day shipping. I thought it would have shipped by now and get a, you know, some type of email confirmation saying that it's, it's been shipped. It's on the way. Crickets. Until late the next week, I think Thursday of that next week, I finally get an email saying, yeah, I'm sorry. We had to process our inventory over the end of the holidays. So we, end of the year. So we had a seven day, um, delay. And I was like, seven days, my ass. I mean, I look in, I look up the, I look up the order and there's nothing on there, um, saying anything about there'd be a seven day turnaround or delay because of inventory. That's not, that's not fair. And so I, I was a little upset, a little peeved. So I sent an email. I said, look, I'm, I'm, how how is a customer supposed to know that you guys are doing inventory that's, that's not our fault that's not our problem and so I was upset I said look I tell you what why don't you just uh, refund me the shipping or give me a gift card in the amount of the shipping so they said they couldn't do that I was like well that's just not cool I mean I'm, I'm not 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 gonna not listen to Pat McAfee anymore or anything like that I'm not that type of customer but I'm just saying it's the principle of it it's like you pay for two-day shipping you should get it in two days so it didn't happen, but they did offer me twenty percent off, a discount promo code. So I mean, hey, it's okay. It's better than nothing. But you know, I'm my thing is if you're running a business. You got to take care of the customers. And two-day shipping. I mean, even if I know it's post-holidays, but if it's the day after Christmas observed, or even the twenty-seventh, that's a business day. That's a that's a nine to, 8 to 5 business day. So it should have shipped out then. I would have had it by New Year's Eve, you know, no big deal. But it's just the principle of it. So Pat McAfee, hey, I love you guys. All you do, keep going, keep up the great work. But you guys need to clean house a little bit on that customer service side of things. So I'll be, I'll be watching. I'll be checking on you guys. So, <laughs> but no, the I got the hat. The hat's awesome. It fits so good. It's just, it's comfortable. It's a really cool hat. And actually, somebody saw me last weekend with it. It's like, oh man, Pat McAfee. I was like, that's right, Pat McAfee. So. Cool stuff. Anyway, uh, NFL college punter turned NFL punter turned WWE superstar. I mean, and now he's a um, football analyst. I mean, he's got his own show. I mean, just American dream right there, man. Pat McAfee. So anyway, but their customer service—you got to work on it, Pat. Keep up, but keep up the good work, man. Anyway, um, jumping around here, but uh, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. I, I know I've mentioned this guy before, but man, what a cool guy. I, I would love to be able to hang out with him, just have a beer, just talk, and just, you know, talk business, talk about how he how he came to his presence right now, how he's known to the world, and, I mean, just a cool guy. Not only, I mean, what he did for the people that small businesses in 2020 with all the BS that was going on, and people, you know, couldn't, everybody was basically restaurants were doing carryout, and it was hard to, go out places and he, he saved these small businesses. That, that guy, God bless this guy. I mean, we, we, we don't deserve Dave Portnoy. I tell you that. Um, I mean, his pizza reviews, you know, the one bite, it's really cool this week. He was actually, I think it was today or yesterday, but he was in the Florida Keys. He's down at, he's got a, he said he bought a house in Miami or something. So, and I used to live in Miami. So I I just like, man, I'm I'm like a year too late. You know, I wish I could have found, you know, met this guy or, or maybe see him on the streets or something, and offered, um, "Hey, you got a part-time job or something I could do?" So, <laughs> but just be cool to meet him, you know. But his his uh, he's in the Keys this week, and he went to the No Name No Name Pub and No Name Hut. I believe that's right. Uh, no Name Pub. I have to um, confirm that, but it's in um, Big Pine Key, Florida, and uh, the No Name Pub. Excuse me it's in big pine key, Florida. Well, when I was living in Miami, I, I covered South Florida as my field tech, my tech territory as a, as a technician. And I would, um, I had all the Florida keys, all the FedEx stations down the Florida keys. So there was, uh, there was two FedEx ground facilities and two FedEx express locations, um, different operating companies, obviously, but, um, if their network went down or things like that, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd troubleshoot and I'd be there for assistance, you know, whatever happens. Well, Big Pine Key, there's nothing there. I mean, there's a grocery store and uh, a gym and just a few gas stations here and there. And But it's there's this no-name pub. Apparently, it's been there since 1936. And um, Dave Portnoy actually just um, he, he posted a um, – he was there today for the pizza. And it says the oldest bar – built in 1936 he said they got half a million dollars if you look him up on Barstool today on Instagram or look up his personal profile they said they got half a million dollars in dollar bills just hanging you know it's just an old bar but it's really, it's a really cool place I've only I, I did not get a chance to go in there but I used to work in that town so if I hated I missed it but um, they said it's always packed I mean it's just amazing a little you know hole- in- the-wall town in the keys uh, on the way to Key West so um, i say if you've never driven in the keys, do it once. It's a, it's a pretty long drive, obviously, but, uh, be prepared to, um, you know, watch your, watch your speed because I've been pulled over before and it sucks. <laughs> I've had to pay a fine and they'll get you in a heartbeat. So watch your speeds and things like that. But it's a really cool drive. You know, the scenery obviously, but, um, I, uh, I, I did it a lot. So I don't, I don't wish, I don't. Recommend doing it all the time, but I, I did. I did it several times um, uh, within the year 2021 and 2022, so it was um, quite an experience. But really cool stuff. The Florida Keys, there's so many hidden gems throughout the Keys, and definitely you'll you'll, you'll like it. Oh, excuse me, take a little swig there. Um, and his um, Portnoy has. Uh, I don't know if you've seen his girlfriend. Uh, She's always in the background, usually taking photos or just kind of hanging around. Silvana Mojica. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. Not for sure. She's Colombian. One of the hottest women in the world. Uh, She's up there with Camille Kostek, in my opinion. Camille Costec still, to me, is the hottest woman in the world. No doubt about it. Hands down. Gronk, you are a lucky man, my friend. And very fortunate. Let's put it that way. And I, I mean that in a good, positive way, obviously. But she's Silvana is always hanging around. And you see him with Dave. Dave's just, I don't know how they met, but I mean, like, you know, good for him. I mean, she's just a beautiful woman, and I hope, I wish them the best. But check her out, you know, she's got a, she's just a s- stunning, beautiful woman. Silvana Mojica, I think that's how you say it. And, um, but uh, Dave Portnoy, you know, we don't deserve, deserve his presence. Such a great guy. And uh, Barstool Sports, all they've done for the United States and the small businesses during 2020 when things were crazy and, you know, God bless Dave Portnoy. You know, we, we're glad you're here, man. So keep up the great work. Barstool, all you guys do. And um, um, it, they just got a lot of great content. So check it out. Um, Barstool Sports, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and um, even their website. So they got really cool stuff on their store as well. So uh, we're going to get to football. Uh, I'm not going to say much about college football, but that college football playoff was terrible. So uh, besides that TCU Michigan game, uh, yeah, that and the uh, let, let's put it in let, let me backtrack there. Sorry, that college football playoff was good. The first two games, TCU Michigan, that was fun to watch. Uh, a great game. I never, I didn't think TCU would have made it that far, but Michigan, that was that was fun. A great game, good classic college football, fun to watch. Really, really worth the time. Ohio State, Georgia, totally different story. Man, that was – gosh, that exceeded all expectations. So, down to the wire. And they say – I read somewhere that – I even saw it online that the timing of the field goal of the kicker that missed it for Ohio State flowed perfectly with the countdown in New York City when the the ball dropped for the – you know, came 2023. So, that's what I I heard that, that it it was actually perfect timing. So, that's – what a way to uh, go into the new year, right? So, (laughs) Um, but that national championship game was crap. I'm sorry, it was awful. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't wait till they have a 12 team playoff, which is coming up. So I'm looking forward to that. But that that playoffs was awful. That that national championship game, terrible. I turned it off. I just, you know, I sorry, but just not. I didn't. I didn't care. Uh, I felt, you know, TCU, congratulations on a phenomenal season, and uh, Georgia national champs back to back, but. I'm sorry. I'm looking forward to more teams. We just this is it was a terrible game, and uh, it's just bad, just just bad all around. So um, there's a rant out there somewhere. This guy's ranting. he's a he's a Mississippi State fan. He goes off, and he just tells those he tells that college football committee. He tells them off. So um, I'm sure it's on Barstool or uh, Old Row. So check that out. Uh, Old Row is another uh, cool account. Uh, backtrack there. Uh, they kind of like Barstool, but there's Old Row. There's Old Row Sports. They have Old Row Outdoors, Old Row Pups, uh, uh, Old Row. I think the, the the girls, whatever account they have, but uh, there's this guy named Swig, really cool guy. He, he started it all, and he's uh, you know Texas lives in Texas, I believe, and you know uh, pro gun advocate, and you know just a just a true American. So, Swig, thank you for all you do and all the content Old Row um, produces. Right up there with Barstool. So, uh, good, good stuff all around. Old row. So, check it out. And uh, they, they you know, keep up the great work, guys. But um, jump to the NFL playoffs. I uh, recently came up with my own little, like, uh, segment last weekend for the playoffs. You know, I called it the uh, Playoff Pool Party Palooza. Just something to kind of get – I was trying to promote the cabana again to where, you know, getting back to the new year. But the playoffs, man, I, you know, I'm kind of glad NFL added another team. Uh, for for both conferences and the playoffs, and so now you got the first the number one seed has a first round bye. That's the only team that will get a first round bye, and the other six teams will play in the first round. So you technically instead of two wild card games on a first first weekend, you get three. Miami Dolphins made the playoffs. That's my team. You know, not the best season, but um, they got in. Uh, they could have won that game. To be honest with you, they had a chance. They should have my opinion, they should have won it. Uh, bad clock management towards the end. Wasted timeouts. Bad communication from the sidelines. Coaches just not really sure what's going on is what it seemed like. And it just – I really felt the Dolphins could have won that game, should have won it. Um, Skylar Thompson I thought played well for a, a rookie stepping in out of nowhere and having to, you know, the playoffs first round in Buffalo. Yeah, not – not an easy task, but I think he pulled it off well. You know, he's got a lot to learn, but I like Skylar Thompson. He's got a cannon of an arm. You know, just give him time. I heard somewhere, I'm not sure about this, can confirm it, but that he was sort of working with Dan Marino or they were doing something this week or the last couple weeks, but, so get him prepared. And I tell you what, that's a, I think that's a great idea. So Dan Marino is involved with the Miami Dolphins right now. He's not in a, a front office capacity or anything like that, but he is involved. And I think he's like a consultant I think back back in two thousand five he was he did take a job as a president, kind of like what Elway did recently with the Broncos but then he stepped away so he just didn't feel right about it and I'm no disrespect but I'm glad he did because I think he's better in an outside consultant role where he's not the pressure's not completely on him for decision making I think he's a great I mean asset to the organization he always will be uh, and I think that's what I heard somewhere. I don't know for sure that Dan Marino was kind of working with Skylar Thompson a little bit, and because they say he's a little, he's a little erratic, a little scared, not sure about the long ball. I'm like, man, you gotta, you gotta air it out. And I actually thought about it the other day. If I had enough money, if I could convince a bank somewhere, you know, to loan me the money, I would buy the Miami Dolphins. And I tell you what I would do. I would, whoever coach was involved at the time, I said, look, you run this how you want. But this, I want a quarterback with an arm. I want somebody that's going to air it out. I want somebody that can throw the football and somebody that's not going to get hurt. And I'm not saying that to disrespect Tua. Tua Tagovailoa has had a great couple years, but I just, I feel like he should retire. And that's just my opinion. And nothing against him, nothing against, you know, what he's been, it's it's sad, it's scary, what he's had to go through with the concussions. I just, I just don't, I don't, don't think it's, I don't think it's him. I don't, I mean, I don't think he's the guy. I think it's time to move on. And I'm not saying that to, just because he's been injured. I just, I just don't, never thought he was the guy. That's just my opinion. But I, I hope he's okay. But I, I really feel he should retire because he's too young to go through stuff like that. It's just not, it's not right. And it, it's just scary for him to, that having to go through that. We all saw what happened. If you hadn't heard recently, the Buffalo Bills Cincinnati Bengals game regular season. Where Demar Hamlin kid just fell down during the middle of a game, uh, about six minutes to go in the first quarter, and he just had cardiac arrest right there on the field. It was kind of scary, really scary. I'm say, sorry, I mean it's kind of it was scary, and it really made you think, you know. And but that kid, I tell you what, you talk about uniting the country, uniting people in every aspect of not just football but in life. That kid, he did. And, you know, DeMar, I hope you're doing better, and we are, we're glad you're re- we recovered. Hang in there, man, it's all gonna be okay, but, you know, um, best of luck to you. And the thank God for uh, prayer and people that, you know, believe that people can fight back, and, you know, and he, he did, and he's he's still doing it, and uh, God bless him and his family, and I, I wish him the best of speedy recovery. Best of luck and a speedy recovery. And, but when that happened, you know, I just I think about, you know, and he didn't have it. He didn't get hit hard. Didn't seem like, but it just who knows what's what's going on there. So, but I think about Tua that, that Cincinnati game earlier in the year. He, his his fingers were all jacked up, and he was holding them up. I just for what he's gone through already this season, I, I just don't think it's right. I don't think he should move on. I think he should. I don't think he should keep playing. Sorry, let me get that right. I think he should retire. I mean, it, too, it's too, life's too short, and you're, he's too young to be able to, to go take that kind of punishment. And it's just not – I just don't think it's right. So I just think he should retire to a no disrespect, man. You've had, you a, had a phenomenal run and had some fun games to watch this season. But I think it's time. I think it's time to hang it up. Um, the Dolphins actually had a good, you know, decent start, 8-3. and three, And then they lost six in a row and, or excuse me, uh, five in a row to go eight and eight. And it reminded me of the 1993 Dolphins. I was in eighth grade. Uh, Dan Marino got hurt in Cleveland in October. Torn Achilles. They were they were three and one. And then picked up, I mean, Scott Mitchell was the backup, came in and played well. Then he got hurt. Steve DeBerg comes in. He plays great for a while. He He's led him to that last win in Dallas in the snow game on Thanksgiving. Oh, such a great game to watch anyway. If you look at the the replay is always great. It's on YouTube. You can find it. It was Thanksgiving 1993. And, but after, after that game, Dolphins were 9-2. They lost five in a row to end the season, go 9-7, missed the playoffs. Well, this team this year reminded me of that. They were 8-3, lost five in a row to go 8-8. Eight eight. They had one game left. If they win and the Patriots lose, the Dolphins are in. The Dolphins beat the Jets in a shootout 9-6. <laughs> Just kidding. But they... They, had it, they almost blew it, you know, could have. And then they got into the playoffs, they lost. They've had a 9-9 nine and nine record. Yeah, not the best, not what I was hoping for. But, hey, they made the playoffs. They took Buffalo to the, to the brink. Could have beat them. So it was, uh, I would say should have beat them. But there's always next year. I've been saying that for like 30 years. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But it was just one of those years where, you know, scratching my head. You know they should have, they should have should have um, made made adjustments the right way, and they just didn't do it. So it is what it is. But anyway, the playoffs resume again uh, tomorrow with uh, the divisional round, and um, it's gonna be. Um, I think it'll be it'll be some fun games, and there is um, looking at the schedule here. Excuse me, we got it kicks off at three thirty. Central we got Jacksonville at Kansas City the over under is uh, 52, 52 and a half but Jacksonville's come out of nowhere this is also the first time since 1999 that uh, all three Florida teams made the playoffs so um, that's that's you know uh, that was actually Dan Marino's final season 1999 so but we got the Jaguars at Chiefs, so that should be a good game. Kansas City get, that, get the bye week. But Jacksonville's kind of on a roll. That defense is tough. That defense is playing well. And they got they had a really big win over the L.A. Chargers last weekend. They were down 27 to nothing and came back and won 31-30. I mean, how cool was that? Just an amazing comeback in a playoff game. So Jacksonville at Kansas City. Uh, Trevor Lawrence against uh, Patrick Mahomes, 3.30 Central time. Like I said, the over/under is fifty-two and a half. Then tomorrow night at seven fifteen, we got the New York Giants with an upset last week at Minnesota in the wild card round at Philadelphia Eagles, um, and that is the over/under is forty-eight. So it'd be interesting to see how Jalen Hurts handles his first playoff game, and he does he is at home, so it should be a good one. This is a rivalry game too, Giants Eagles. Look at NFC East, um, and it, it could possibly be an NFC East. Uh, um, NFC championship game because on Sunday we've got the Dallas Cowboys the, the late game Dallas Cowboys at San Francisco 49ers at 530 Central uh, the over under is 46 and a half so Dallas is on a roll a little you know I know they beat Tampa Tampa had a I mean eight and nine season and they won the AFC NFC South I mean it's just a terrible year I think Tom Brady's done in Tampa by the way I think he's I think he's going to play one more year but it'll be a different team. I think he's just playing. The rumor is Vegas, Vegas is going to throw him all this money. I mean, you know, the, just the, the allure of Vegas. I think I think Brady could end up out there. You know, there's also a rumor out there that he's coming back to New England. I don't know how true that is. That was, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's even a good idea. I mean, they've moved on from him. They've got Mac Jones. They've got a new quarterback. They're building. They're uh, molding for the future. I don't know if him going back to New England is such a good idea. But Hey, stranger things have happened, so we'll see what We'll see what goes on, but the early game tomorrow on CBS is um, the Cincinnati Bengals at Buffalo Bills. So we get to finish that game from a few weeks ago. The over/under is forty-nine. So um, if the Bills win and the Chiefs win, the AFC Championship will be in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so a really cool stadium. I've been there. I was there in 2017 for the Dolphins-Falcons game. But that's where, because of what happened with the Bengals-Bills game a few weeks ago with DeMar Hamlin, they made some type of adjustments. So if the Bills and Chiefs win this weekend, the AFC Championship will be in Atlanta, a neutral site. So we'll see what happens. So um, playoffs this weekend continue in the divisional round. Um, These games will be airing on Fox, NBC, and CBS. Uh, lots of college basketball action too this weekend. I've gotten into some parlays myself with college basketball. It's um, I, I enjoy it. I, I think the, the parlays are you know a good low risk uh, bet if you're into that. Uh, if you're into the sports book side of things, uh, BetMGM and FanDuel has uh, some great um, user friendly apps for your um, sports wagering. So uh, if I'm gonna you know, if you're into that, guys out there, you know, um, sports fans. Um, lots of good college basketball this weekend. So, so some opportunities for some good parlays people. a lot of people don't like the parlays, you know, they think it's, you know, kind of a, you know, pansy way to do it. You know, Hey, you know what? I don't care. Um, parlays are low risk. That's, that's the type of guy I am. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to play some parlays. So, um, sign me up. The captain loves parlays. So permission to come aboard for all the parlays, (laughs) but, um, we got some um, uh, action tonight. Um, Toledo at Buffalo and Boise State at New Mexico. That's the only really big games coming up for tonight. And tomorrow, a a full schedule uh, slate of games. And I'm uh, trying to get that to load here. Excuse me. Um, Georgetown at number eight, Xavier. Ole Miss at number 25, Arkansas. Number 18, Charleston at Northeastern. Number 17, Miami, Florida at Duke. Number 14, TCU at number two, Kansas. That'll be a good one. Later on in the day, we got Texas Tech at number 13, Kansas State. Number 10, Virginia at Wake Forest. Number 12, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. And number five, UCLA at number 11, Arizona. Lots of, uh, other, and number nine, Tennessee at LSU. So lots of good action. Tomorrow's, Saturdays are busy, obviously, college basketball. We're getting close to March Madness. Be here before you know it. So uh, Saturdays are always fun for it's usually conference conference games. So um, SEC, ACC, Big Twelve, Big Ten is always you know college basketball starting to pick up. So uh, the uh, college basketball is a really uh, safe bet for parlays because you you know anything can happen. Home teams. It's it's kind of it's 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 a good it's a um, Good percentage right there. High percentage of home teams, you know, winning, depending on who you take. So uh, parlays, college basketball, I'm all for it. So good luck out there if you, whatever uh, sports book you use, folks. Um, talking about work, um, you know, January, like I said, January, not everybody's favorite month, but sometimes with our jobs, we get kind of in a rut and we feel depressed, maybe, and we, you know, post the first of the year, post holidays, and it's tough to you know get back on track for some for some people. But my thing is, you know, have a positive frame of mind. Be smart. You know, if, enjoy your job. If you don't like your job, find something that is. But I tell you what, with not having a job, for those out there that don't, I know it's, it's a struggle. Hang in there. Uh, it's going to be okay. But finding a job is a full-time job. And I've, it's, it just sucks, I tell you. So I mean, I've been there and I've done it. So, but for those out there that are struggling right now at work, hang in there. Be positive. Keep your head up. Don't give up, and you know, just do your job. It'll all work out. You just got to be, got to be positive. You got to be optimistic about the future. Right now, a lot of people are concerned about the future of the country. I get it, but uh, I, I, stuff like that, it does bother me here and there. So I talk to my dad. My dad helps me out a lot with it. it helps me understand, like, look, you know, this is it's all cyclical, and you know, it's a good point. I never really thought about it like that, and you just have to, you just have to accept it for what it is. But we, we're going to get through it. We're going to be fine. And just don't give up. Never give up, and things things are gonna be okay. Just hang in there and keep fighting, no matter what. It's good to have some hobbies. I'm working on some myself, and um, the podcast is my you know is, the, is a good hobby. It's also my entertainment therapy. So my listeners, you know, hey, you're 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 my therapist. So uh, any feedback is uh, definitely appreciated. I'm all for constructive criticism. So. Um, you, you know, you may think my podcast is a giant turd, and that that's great. You know, I'll, I'll I'll do better. So, but again, this is this is all fun here at the Cabana. It's a chill environment. You know, um, just just thankful to be able to talk and just enjoy enjoy it. So, um, I would like to talk a little bit about you know my um, with the way the internet is right now. Computers, um, technology is getting so much better every each and every day. Um, it's important to be on top of what you're looking for. You know, do your research if you're looking for a new computer or an iPad or tablet, things like that. Um, whatever happens, whatever you do, invest in as far as a, you know, if a laptop or something. Be smart about um, your security. Security is very important. Hackers are getting smarter every day. Uh, if you have a lot of data. Files in your machine. Make sure you back them up. Use it, use an online service or your own external hard drive, things like that. Uh, get a good antivirus program, internet security, um, even a VPN service to protect yourself while you're browsing. I know I mentioned this probably you know recently about Cyber Sunday and things like that, but um, shopping, online shopping, you know, you want to be you want to be protected. So you just just be smart about the websites you visit because there's a lot of there's a lot of bad bad people out there on the internet. You just got to be safe, got to be smart. So yeah, whatever computer you have, whatever data you may have on there and files, be sure you back them up. Have a backup of a backup of a backup. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I have cloud backup service, I have an external hard drive, so it's okay to have both. And just um, you're you're browsing, you know, just be smart, use a good, you know, internet security that's known Somebody like Bitdefender or Norton or uh, Avast, um, a good VPN service would be Nord, N-O-R-D. There's also IPVanish, there's ExpressVPN, there's lots of good VPN services out there. Uh, Bitdefender has its own VPN. Uh, also, um, identity theft. Identity theft is a big deal, and it's, you know, it's... Get a good provider. LifeLock is good. I had LifeLock for a long time, but I, I stopped using them because they joined with Norton, and they kind of pissed me off one time. I don't know what happened. If I just didn't like the service, so I, I, I jumped ship, and uh, the captain went elsewhere. I, I ended up going to um, Allstate. I have a identity theft protection through Allstate, and they do a good job. They actually they watch it like a hawk, so it's it's good stuff. And you know, good decent price. I pay like eighteen bucks a month for identity theft. Um, it's gone up a little bit, obviously, because of the you know, inflation. But I'm I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm I'd rather be protected than nothing at all. So look into a good uh, identity theft protection out there too. Um, recently, I, I mentioned maybe on the last podcast, but I uh, I've been making I've made amends with a lot of people in my life, uh, in my past, and all kinds. You know, I even. I found some people on Facebook I haven't talked to in over 20 years and I I reached out to apologize about how things went down with us and things, you know. And it was it was a good, it's a good feeling. And man I mean, I'm I'm, not, I'm kidding it's a really good feeling. Let me, let me change that. Let me backtrack there. It's a damn good feeling. Because you get that monkey off your back. You you get it off your chest. You, you it just it needed to be done. And I saw recently I was in Oxford for a wedding. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Richard and Sarah. Uh, uh, very happy for both of you and hope you have a great life together and hope to see you soon. It was a great wedding, by the way. The band was awesome. Um, so um, I saw a lot of people last weekend that I haven't seen in a while. And I told a friend about my podcast and she said it was a great idea. I think that's great. You know, you're making amends and it's a good feeling. So it's it's um, another friend of mine said, you know, proud of me and just say, hey, you got to That's great. You know. So, I, I, if, it means a lot to me. So, I've, I've made amends with a lot of people, and even if they don't respond, no problem. You know, I, I said what I had to say and made, made peace with it, and, and, you know, I apologize. I hope they can forgive me. So, it's done. And, again, they don't have to reply back. I've, I've said my piece. So, move on. Life goes on. It's time to move forward. So, anyway, it was um, that's been done. Crossed off the list. And... Here we are. Traveling. Traveling's next on the list, If that was a good hobby. If you're Looking for a hobby, traveling is one of them. Uh, if you're looking to do some traveling and you don't have a, a hotel choice or preference uh, or a brand, Hilton or Marriott will be the top two in my opinion. I have both, but I am a Hilton guy. I prefer Hilton. Uh, they take care of me. I always have good experience with Hilton. And I have Hilton points. I'm a Diamond member a diamond member for you know several years now and if you're looking to travel and make you know make it worthwhile then set you up a a hilton account hilton honors or a marriott rewards account and start earning points that's how you're going to make it so i'm telling you if you're looking uh, the hilton app is great you can use your hilton app to open up to use your key to get into the room it's all through bluetooth but you got to be careful with that too and i'm going back to internet security. Your, your phone could be hacked as with Bluetooth because they can steal that information through that wireless connection of Bluetooth, even though it's a very small window that data can be compromised. So you got to be careful when you're using those, those smartphone apps for somebody like Hilton or Mar- Marriott and you're using your smartphone as your key to get into your room. So be careful with that. I've only done it once. It was pretty cool to see, but I'm, I'm, I stick to the keys. That's how I get in my room. You go. I got my keys, so I'm good. <laughs> but anyway, just an idea. If you're looking to travel, um, start stocking up on points and uh, go through Hilton or Marriott. So speaking of traveling, you know, I never can get the spelling right. Is it two L's or one L? And it's like canceling. Is, is canceling two L's or one L? I never could tell. It's kind of like in Seinfeld where Mr. Steinbrenner comes to George's office and goes, is it February or February? So what is this rue? What's airy? <laughs> and of course, the voice of Steinbrenner was Larry David, the guy that created this, the show. <laughs> and his—I don't know if you ever seen Larry David and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Man, that is a funny show. It's—it's it's, you know pretty raunchy. You know he—he's—he's he's got a mouth, but I'm telling you, if you—if you like Seinfeld, you are gonna love Curb Your Enthusiasm. That is one funny guy. So. <laughs> It's just the characters he's had on there. He, he had one there's one scene where he's watching the weather. <laughs> and the weatherman is talking about how it's gonna rain the next day and Larry is gonna play some golf. And he was like, Oh damn, you know I was gonna play tomorrow. <laughs> the next day comes, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful day. And the weatherman was at the golf course, there was nobody else around, so Larry David finds out about it and he sees him he goes, Hey, you said it was supposed to rain yesterday today. And then here you are. You know what? I think you're full of it. I think that you only said it was going to rain so you could be able to have the golf course to yourself. And he just had this whole rant about <laughs> the weatherman had a conspiracy. that he was making it up just so he could go play golf and have the, the course to himself. It's so funny. You got to I mean, it's just the way he, Larry David, George Costanza's character was based off Larry David, which is so funny. I mean, just the way he talks and the way. There was one scene where one episode. There was he was at a funeral, and this lady kept crying, sitting in front of him, and the guys doing the eulogy and he can't hear him. Larry Davis behind this lady can't hear because the lady keeps crying, and he goes, he tells the lady, "Shut up!" <laughs> he can't hear what he, <laughs> <with> the eulogy. <laughs> the lady kept crying, and Larry's like, I "Can't take it! I can't hear anything." <laughs> I mean, who does that? You know, who tells a lady to shut up at a funeral? <laughs> just, oh, man, I'm sorry, you got to watch it, but <laughs> I guess you had to be there, right? <laughs> but if you're a Larry David fan, I'm telling you, curb your enthusiasm, you'll laugh. It's worth it, trust me. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> well, see, that's the way we got to start off the year, man. Have some fun, laugh. And just enjoy, have a good time. So that's what it's all about here at the cabana: is laughing, have a good time, on top of chilling. So <laughs> anyway, Larry David, thank you for all the funny moments. So um, there's been some new movies too that's come out uh, recently. I watched the new Top Gun movie, um, Top Gun Maverick. I Actually, thought it was really good. Um, great action scenes, that the the flight, the flying scenes. Um, I know that I was told that. It was really good in IMAX, and I did not get a chance to see it in IMAX, but I did watch it. Uh, A little Christmas gift to myself, watched it on Apple TV. Really good. But I'll be honest with you, I prefer the original. I actually watched the original Top Gun before I watched Top Gun Maverick. and Just to kind of, because I hadn't seen it in so long, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen Top Gun, the first one in a long time, so I'm just going to watch it. And and watching it in 4K was phenomenal, so I was like, whoa, I'm glad I saw it again, so... (laughs) But if you haven't seen it, Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise. I'm telling you, I, I don't think the guy is human. I mean, it, it seems like he doesn't age at all. So, but uh, his movies, he you know, is just amazing. You know, the the content he puts out there. I'm telling you, Tom Cruise, is something else. But there's new movies coming up soon. Uh, Marvel is back into back in the game. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania coming out February 17th. Paul Rudd returns as Ant-Man, and um, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, and then of course Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. But some reason, some somehow, Ant-Man's daughter they get back into the quantum realm. But it turns out there's like a whole universe down there. So they apparently this is where they encounter the newest villain of the Marvel universe is uh, Kang the Conqueror. I never really I remember seeing him when I was a kid, like comics. And maybe action figures didn't really pay attention. I just know he had like this purple outfit and his, this helmet or something. So apparently he's next up there to, to Thanos as far as being like a badass or whatever. V- badass villain, but I don't know for sure. I would love to see them do something with uh, Galactus. Galactus is the giant that destro- eats planets and destroys destroys all these planets and consumes them. Like literally eats them. So that dude's got that weird helmet with the horns or something. So I would love to see something with Galactus. That guy is just, he's, a, I mean, he's like a, he is, he's a giant. So anyway, just, he just floats through the universe somehow. Anyway, so that's the, coming up February 17th, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Should be pretty good. And um, the actor that, that plays um, in um, Ant-Man... Um, for the, the villain uh, Kang the Conqueror excuse me Jonathan Majors sorry I had to look it up there uh, Bill Murray also is going to be in the movie, so I, I wonder what his, uh, his role is going to be but Bill Murray is going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp the uh, Quantumania but Jonathan Majors is the villain Kang the Conqueror but he's actually had a pretty good role in movies lately he's, uh, he's going to be the new villain in Creed 3 so Creed 3 is coming out in March that'll be good I don't think Stallone's going to make an appearance. I think it's just all Creed and um, uh, Tessa Thompson. (sighs) Tessa Thompson. She is absolute smoke as well. So just throwing that out there. But um, Jonathan Majors is the villain. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So apparently he had a childhood past with uh, uh, Adonis Creed. And so that's going to be – it's going to be cool to see how that pans out. But apparently – he's been, he's been on a roll lately with these movies. So Jonathan majors has had a kind of a stealing the show lately. So he's going to be appearing in more Avengers movies, I'm sure or Marvel movies. So that's another one. Creed three, uh, on, uh, March 3rd, I believe. Uh, also, uh, the guardians of the galaxy are back. Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, they return in guardians of the galaxy volume three. I believe this is the last one. And, um, they're they're all back. I'm not. I, the trailer's actually really good, so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, they rumor is somebody from the, the team's gonna pass away, but you know that everybody talks. But you know, but that that'd be fun. The guardian guardians, man. The music, great soundtracks. So maybe this will be a you know good uh, final chapter to, for this for the franchise. Of course, and then my, the one I'm looking forward to is June 23rd, The Flash. I don't care about the actor that plays the Flash, Ezra Miller. That dude is a freak show. I don't know. That dude's got some issues, but hey, we all have issues. (laughs) Pass the tissues. We all got issues. (laughs) Anyway, but Michael Keaton returns as Batman, so that's going to be that's really the only reason I want to watch it. Uh, Ben Affleck is also scheduled to make a cameo as Batman as well. So it's the multiverse. They're bringing it bringing it into DC. So I just hope they don't destroy Keaton's character, Batman character with all this woke crap, you know, I just hope they don't like they did with Luke Skywalker and the recent star Wars movies, last Jedi force awakens, all that rise of Skywalker, all that crap. I hope they don't do that to Michael Keaton. So we'll see, but I, I mean, he, he's Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman. I mean, he, you know, I grew up on that. So I think it's gonna be great just all these years later to finally, to see him come back. I mean, 70 years old and he's still, he still got it. So, I mean, um, Michael Keaton is back in The Flash. Um, It's based on the Flashpoint Paradox, where he has to alter, he's altering time through the timeline, where he runs as the speed of light to change the the past and the future or something. So it's going to be interesting to see that. It's based off the comic of Flashpoint Paradox and it's a different universe, so it'll be cool, really cool to see. So lots of good movies. Um, that's coming up for the summer, June 23rd, so I'm looking forward to that. But Ant-Man, Guardians, that'll be some good stuff coming up. So I uh, want to talk about real quick about wrestling. Vince McMahon apparently has sold World Wrestling Entertainment to the Saudis. Not sure what's going to happen from there, but I know it's in the billions. Uh, the Saudis, they love their wrestling, so um, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens there. But there's also rumors going around that WWE will and AEW, the, the rival company, are going to merge or one's going to absorb the other or something like that. I don't know for sure, but I did read about that somewhere. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, 30 years of Monday Night Raw. I was in seventh grade when Monday Night Raw debuted January 11th, 1993, on the USA Network. Um the, the main event was The Undertaker versus Damian Demento and um, that, that's a, that was a weird character but and just some great stuff it was the first live you know they did live telecast uh, in Manhattan the Manhattan Center and uh, New York City but uh, it was just really cool Vince McMahon the Macho Man Randy Savage Bobby the Brain Heenan just oh man just just the the magistrate of the those are the good old days they don't don't do that anymore Uh, Jim Ross was there Gorilla Monsoon it was almost like the the 80s of old school WWF was meeting the future and it just all kind of blended together that was where Shawn Michaels really took it up to the next level The Undertaker obviously uh, Razor Ramon it was the passing of the torch and it was just it was just cool to see how this show is still It's really cool to see how this show has withstood 30 years. So thank you, Vince McMahon, for the memories and all that you've done for World Wrestling Federation and World Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you for bringing superstars, the likes of Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, the Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I I, I may have mentioned him twice already, sorry, (laughs) Triple H, The Rock, I mean... Brutus the Barber Beefcake, the Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And thank you for bringing those superstars, household names, to our world. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, just the good old days right there. I mean, it, it'll never be duplicated. And Vince McMahon is a genius. So, uh, best of luck to you, Vince. And thank you for everything, all the memories. And I uh, hope uh, the sale goes through. I hope you're uh, happy happy rich man so uh recently just uh, i bought some books um i i uh, going back to michael keaton as batman uh i've gotten back back into comics i recently got the batman um comic a death in the family uh where robin the character of robin played by jason todd so there was three robins and i, I know i'm jumping around here but uh, the character of robin was first dick grayson who dick grayson later became nightwing So Batman got another Robin, and that would that was Jason Todd. So Jason Todd was the second Robin, and being an orphan, Batman took him in. And there's this really good story about how Jason Todd, Robin, is trying to find his mother. So they go overseas, and uh, Joker's involved, and Batman's trying to help him. So there's a and it's you got to read it. A really good comic. There's also a movie, uh, DC animated, you know, Batman and Death in the Family. Superman's involved as well, so it's really good, really good comic. But also, I went, to, I found another one by DC. It's called Batman '89. It's based on Tim Burton's version of Batman. So let's just say, for instance, there was a third Batman movie that was directed by Tim Burton and had Michael Keaton in it. Well, Keaton was on his way to play Batman in 1995 in Batman Forever. Joel Schumacher took over as director. Tim Burton was producer. September so Tim Burton just didn't want to do it anymore. Well, the studio wanted to go in a different direction because uh, Warner Brothers and the Batman movies had this deal with McDonald's. McDonald's with their Happy Meals and the toys. They wanted the toys to be kid-friendly. Well, a lot of parents complained that Batman Returns with Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. It was too gory. It was... Not kid friendly because it was penguin was just kind of nasty and stuff like that in the film. So I was like, really, you know, come on, it's Batman. Who who cares what McDonald's thinks? So McDonald's, you know, McDonald's had a big play, a big role, a hand involved in how Batman was going to be portrayed on the screen. Isn't that crazy? So Batman Forever, uh, Michael Keaton was going to be Batman. He showed up for fitting, as far as I know. I read somewhere online he showed up for costume fitting and all that and he heard uh, the director Joel Schumacher a uh, great director by the way I mean he's done a lot of movies as St. Elmo's Fire uh, and um, and he just I'm trying to think some other ones I can't think of it right now but he was looking at he was reading something about Batman he goes why does why does everything have to be so dark that comment was heard by Michael Keaton and he, you know Keaton's like I'm out of here I'm done because that is that's the whole point of Batman Batman's he lives in the darkness. That's his, that's his whole thing, the dark Knight. And it was just, you know, then obviously we saw Batman Forever was a good movie, but it wasn't like, it wasn't anywhere compared to the first two, in my opinion. Keaton is Batman. But anyway, and we all know what happened with Batman and Robin. That movie tanked. But Batman 89 was, is basically, if there was a third movie with Michael Keaton, this is what it would be. So it's a comic graphic novel of what happens after Batman Returns. So with, with the Keaton Keaton universe and the characters, Catwoman's in it, Harvey Dent, Two-Face, played by Billy D. Williams, who was also in the first Batman movie. So they kept it consistent with that. And there's also a kid named Drake who becomes Robin. Commissioner Gordon's daughter, Barbara, gets involved. Um, and it, it's actually really good stuff. So it's um, uh, Batman's identity is... At stake, really good comic, um, so check it out, Batman 89, and um, I enjoyed it, so be sure to check that out. There's also another one I'm looking for, I haven't, haven't gotten it yet, it's called Superman 78, kind of on the same line as Batman 89, and it's the, basically what happens after Superman 2. So Brainiac comes in, and it's, it's um, I, I don't really know all the details, but just think of Lex Luthor's Gene Hackman. Uh, Gene Hackman, Lex Luther, and Lois Lane, Margot Kidder, and Christopher Reeve as Superman. So they'd bring in Brainiac. So it's gonna—it's basically what happens after Superman Two, and not really dealing with Superman Returns the movies. So you're—you know—it's really cool stuff. So I mean, I'm, I'm really—I really enjoy. I think that's amazing that they're doing that, that they're trying to continue it somehow, even though they can't do a movie. Hey, let's make a comic. I think it's awesome. So anyway, looking forward to that. Uh, and also uh, today, I bought. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's biography called Swagger. And um, I'm looking forward to reading that. And thank you, Troy Aikman, for posting that on Instagram. I saw the book he posted. He said he was looking forward to reading it. But I'm I'm saying myself, so I'm going to get started on that. So thank you, Troy Aikman, for the recommendation. And I look forward to reading that. So I bought that today, uh, Barnes & Noble. I got five bucks off. So Swagger, uh, the biography about Jimmy Johnson, former head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, and Miami Hurricanes. Uh it's pretty much wrapped up here at the cabana. The captain was on a roll there, folks, you know, pretty chill weekend coming up. i uh, got some laundry to do, so I can't wait to do that. Right. <laughs> but, um, definitely looking forward to, uh, we've got some football this weekend. Um, this, I think it's going to be, uh, be some good, it'll be some good action. Uh, be some good, this will be, let's see how the Cowboys do, right? If the Cowboys going to take it to the next level or what? So, you know, that's every, everybody's, Always talks about it. Stephen A is going to love it if Dallas wins, right? <laughs> we all know Stephen A, he loves those Cowboys, and so does Skip. Skip and Shannon are undisputed. Skip, come on, Skip, what's up with the Cowboys, Skip? You know, you know, I ain't going to make it, Skip. <laughs> How can he be a Dallas Cowboys fan and love Tom Brady? I mean, like, just I don't get that, Skip. He's just you are a weird dude, Skip. Come on, Skip. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um. 2023 folks we're here we've made it let's let's keep up let's keep doing what we got to do to make it you know make things happen uh, whatever you if, you if you're going for a certain job if you're going for a um, um, small bit trying to build a business if you, if you're going for that girl if you're going if you're gonna make a propose to your wife your uh, your girlfriend and you want to you want to spend the rest of your life with her go for it go make that make that choice make that decision roll the dice. Life is too short. You don't know what's in store. So, here at the Cabana, that's what it's all about. So, um, pretty chill. And I hope you're all chill too and just enjoy yourself. Enjoy life. Don't be so serious. And, uh, or, like the Joker says, why so serious? <sighs> no, anyway, that's sorry. That's a little extreme. But, um, there's, um, it's going to, I think this is going to be a good year. And uh, my friend, Tim Ferguson actually said that too. He said, uh, you know, I th- he said, I'm, I'm excited about 2023. Cambino. You know, I think it's going to be good. And I was like, you know what? I think so too, Tim. So Tim Ferguson, good dude. Um, um, wherever you are, Tim, have fun, man. And you know, don't piss off some mob boss or whatever. Okay. So <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Have, have fun. Be safe, man. But, um, January. Here we go. Let's uh, let's take it to the next level and uh, stay tuned. I hope to tomorrow. I'll bring another uh, segment of the playoff pool party palooza and um, thinking of some good new ideas for the cabana. Keep things rolling. Looking forward to the next edition. I'll try to again. Now that we're back in 2023 and it's a new year, I took some time off. I'm looking to take it even further. So we'll see what happens, but. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate you, you know, hanging in there and listening. This is actually the longest podcast I've probably done. Uh, I want to say thank you to our troops. God bless our troops, our servicemen and women. Thank you for all you do. God bless you. Uh, God bless your families. Be safe. Hope you get to see your family soon. God bless you all, servicemen and women. Thank you for everything, for all you do for us, for keeping us safe. Keep, keep up the great work and stay safe. Thank you to our... Police force, police officers, or policemen and police women, our first responders. Thank you all for all you do. Be safe out there. Um, Just you know, we we wouldn't be here if it weren't for a lot of them. So thank you all for all you do. And uh, if you're looking to, if you're looking to buy a gun, buy a gun. Protect yourself. So I'm all for that. The Second Amendment has to live on. Always, so thank you all for listening. The Cabana, we're gonna take it to the next level. I'm thinking of some new ideas, so just bear with me. But um, I'm excited about the future. You know, the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. It is a beautiful day. It's gonna be a beautiful weekend. So you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live, and I'm gonna be posting this on YouTube. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, uh, Captain Cambino on Instagram, Captain Cambino on Twitter. And email is captaincambino at gmail.com so I'll be posting this shortly thank you for listening hope everybody has a great weekend enjoy sports going on go see a movie go take your girl out for dinner go have some fun live it up Um, this is captain cambino's cabana hope everybody has a great weekend let's go go chill out have some fun Permission to come aboard. Good night.